wanted to discuss today to talk about the the idea the holiness the purity of the land of Israel usually a person will think of a land as not as a life live um, entity not as a person but we know that the land of Israel been defined as a breathing land in the verses and we know that in many places the Holy Land been described as a feminine entity with will, with passion, with love, with relationship to the settlers, to the people who work it and take care of it. And as well, it's being called Eretz Neshama, a land that is a soul. And this is the beauty in creation, that the Creator, He sent souls and spirits to undercover, to be hidden in a world of darkness, in a world of physicality. And from that place they need to reflect the godly light that is treasured inside of them. So, every person with the things that he been blessed with by Hashem has a mission to go and to shine that light to his surroundings. And not only people are acting in that way, all parts of nature are revealing the treasure that they've been blessed to share. So, like that people are different, and you have people who will present certain qualities and goodness, and others will do different. One person will show his generosity in a great way, and another person will show his brotherhood. Another one will show his dedication to patience, to patient to sit and learn with another person. And another person will be a peacemaker and running to take care of others. Every person has different qualities inside of him and needs to present them, to shine them. So not all people are alike, just different in qualities and in nature. Also fruits, also vegetables, also colors. You can put them under a certain definition. They are fruits. Those are um, colors. But they are very different. You cannot compare the orange to the banana, the watermelon to, to the cucumber. They are different in their nature in their role, in their purpose, in their sight, in their fav flavor, 
in their purpose, even though that in a way they are, um, they have something in common, still there are things that makes them unique and different. Also the lands are as well similar and different in the same time. It's true that the ground, that the land is the, the solid um, ground that we're standing on and it's strong and tough and powerful and stable and stabilizing us and helping us to stand on our feet and in many ways the land and the ground and the earth look so physical but like the organs of the body you have organs that are very very physical and low like the heels like the the sole of 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 our feet like the bottom of our feet the palm of our the the knees the the, th the our thighs our behind our low back our belly those are organs that are all in the bottom of our structure and therefore less spiritual but you also have different organs like your heart like your mind your brain your eyes your nose your mouth your ears your face your eyes organs that will present a higher and more spiritual aspect of your being even though that they will all be called as one in one name organs of the body also the lands are different one from the other and even though that they are all physical and earthen and and thick and heavy and strong you have one that is different than all the rest and that one is the land of Israel why the land of Israel is so unique because the Creator found in it a place to build a home for himself he found a place in physicality in the earthen world that even though is physical and low in its materia is very close to the creator in spirit therefore the creator can bring down the light of of his great will and to bring it down in a straight way to earth and to locate that light in a certain point that it will spread from that point to the sides and will expand and will take over the world the illumination of Hashem is spreading from Yerushalayim this is why it's written Ki mitzion from Zion, the words of the Torah are coming out to the world. The words of Hashem are coming from Yerushalayim. The words of Hashem is one thing that is being mentioned in the verse. And words of Torah are another thing that is mentioned in the verse, Ki Torah, Torah will come out of Zion, 
ודבר השם מירושלים, and words of Hashem from Yerushalayim. So how can it be that you have two different concepts here when both we know been said by Hashem? We believe that all the words of the Torah been said by Hashem. So how can it be that the verse is dividing between the words of Torah that are coming out from Zion, the words of Hashem that are coming out of Yerushalayim? We also know that Yerushalayim and Zion is the same place. Jerusalem and Zion is the same city. It's different names. Words of Hashem, words of Torah, different names to the same thing, to the same idea. So how can it be? Because also the land of Israel is being called in different names. You have the name, the land of Israel, that is the main and most famous name of them all. But also the land of Israel is being called in many different other names. You have names that describes its qualities and its spiritual potential. And you have names that are defining it named after the people who lived there. To the land of Israel, we once called Eretz Canaan. The word Canaan is after a person that his name was Canaan, and he was not such a great person, was not the most righteous one of them all. And he lived with his family, with his children, over there in that land that once was called Eretz Canaan. And the verse is saying, even to us in the future, Lecha etenet Eretz Canaan. To you I'm going to give the land of Canaan. So the Creator took the land from Canaan and gave it to the people of Israel. He gave it to Abraham, he gave it to Isaac, and he gave it to Jacob and his children. And therefore that is an eternal blessing and inherit a gift from the Creator to the children of Jacob while they are keeping the covenant, while they are humbling themselves under the kingship of heavens by the rules of the Torah. Now, the land of Israel is holding and embracing and taking care, protect and bless the ones who sits in it when they are keeping the rules of the Torah and rejecting them and making their life very hard and difficult when they are, God forbid, not following the rules of the Torah. But like we saw before, on the verse that we mentioned, in the verse that we mentioned, it's written, Ki Why we have those differences? Why we have words of Torah and also words of Hashem? Why in one place the land of Israel, is the holy city is being called Yerushalayim, and in a different place it's being called Zion? So... The name Yerushalayim is revealing to us a certain nature of the holy city. Yerushalayim is coming from, the name Yerushalayim is a name that is based on two words, Yir'ah Shalem. Yerushalayim is coming from two different words. One is Yir'ah and the second one is Shalem. What does it mean Yir'ah Shalem? Yerushalayim. 
fear from heaven that is complete means complete faith true surrendering to the rules of the Torah and following it and not moving to the right or to the left from the real divine will of heavens that been revealed in the verses by the sages this is the source of the name Yerushalayim Yerushalayim has that nature inside of it to wake up the people to serve, to commit, to surrender to the laws of the Torah, to become one and, 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 and connected to, to a purpose that is divine and godly out of that fear from heaven, out of that great desire and passion to do and to keep God's will without moving to the sides, just to be focused in it, doing the best we can in every step of the way. But what is the meaning of the word Zion, Zion? Zion is coming from the, um, from the word Zion. Zion is a mark. It's a place that's been marked to us. So it means that, like that it's written, Hatzivilach Zionim, a person needs to put marks for himself for the future to come as a reminder, to remind himself of the purpose of his mission. The Yemenites are calling the side curls simanim, marks. Why they're calling it simanim? Because they are reminding you all the time. You drive, you walk, you look to the sides. They're touching you, like the tilim of the tzitzit, the strings of the tzitzit. You need to put them in four wings of your outfit. Why? For you to remember. You walk to the right, you walk to the left, you see them. You see those side curls. You need to put marks to remind yourself all the time that the Creator Himself is part of your life. And those marks are those hints, are those signs to wake you up and to call you back. So you see that the word Zion means Zion, that comes from the word Ziyun, like a certain spot, a certain place, is a mark for us, always to remind us that that is the place that we need to desire, that is the place that we need to hope for. So it's coming to show to us that the light is with us, even in complete darkness. Even when we are in the exile, we are dreaming on Zion. People are dreaming on Mount Zion, on the land of Zion, on the city of Zion, on all the greatness that is coming out of that concept that is called Tziyun. Tziyun, again, means a mark, means a sign, means a message that is shining to you as a great spiritual spark, even in complete darkness. It represents hope. That is why Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, is being called Zion, to wake us up, to look for it. The ones who lives in Yerushalayim, the ones that are there, they become part of it, and they want to serve Hashem, and they want to connect themselves to Hashem, and they want to follow the rules of the Torah, and to keep them, to be super, super strict and, 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 and uh, observant, and never to drop one word from the words of Hashem. And that is why it's written, um, the word of Hashem 
are direct words that comes out from the mouth of Hashem. You cannot interpret them. You like if Hashem said something, you must follow. This is why the verse is saying, Dvar Hashem Mirushalaim, the words of Hashem from Yerushalayim, from Yer Ashalem, from complete fear from heaven. Word of Hashem, Hashem said yes, it's a yes. Hashem said no, it's a no. And we're never going to move to the side, not to the right, not to the left, not going to change, not going to tilt, not going to move, not going to switch, not going to mix, not going to blend. Just going to do as He commanded us. You need to do this, we're going to do that. We're not going to argue. We're never going to argue on words of Hashem. But when there are words of Torah, even though that for sure no one is arguing about the Torah and no one is claiming the Torah to be open for discussions, still the way of learning Torah is through that open, based on love, discussion and conversation. The words of the sages in the Talmud are the most clearest evidence for the patience of the Creator to us to allow us to investigate and to think and to find ourselves inside the Torah. And this is why it's an obligation for a person to look at the Torah and to read from the Torah and to write down his own thoughts about the Torah and to bring it down and out to the world for other people to enjoy your thoughts and your ideas and, and your perspective on the verses, on the concepts, on the rules, on the halachot, on the quotes of the sages or the, say, or, or, the, or the ancestors of ours, the righteous ones who led the generations in earlier um, times. So this is why it's written, Kimitzion, etc., that from that place of hope, Zion, that is named after the word Tziyun, a mark, a hint, a spark in the dark, based on that hope that you have to finally one day come to that holy place, the city of Hashem, the great place of the Creator, the one that He chose to reveal His godliness to the world and to for all his light to spread from that place and shine to the to the width to the to the corners of the universe from that place kimitzion from that place of hope etc there the opportunity to find yourself inside the torah inside the verses of the torah inside the different portions of the torah to find your own relationship and connection to the torah is coming and basing itself on that name Zion, on the hope, on the on the amazing yearnings that a person feels from inside. And this is why the land of Israel is being called Eretz Israel. What does it mean Eretz? The simple translation of the word Eretz is a land. Israel is a name, you can say, the land of Israel. It's a place, it's a name of a place, a name after a person. His name was Yaakov, named Israel, and that's it. But that's not the end of it. Israel and Eretz Israel are two deep words that are revealing a deeper concept. The word Eretz is coming from the word Ertse, I will want. And also the word Arza, to the land, to come to the Holy Land, is written in the same way, Erze, 
I will want. The word Eretz is coming to tell us, Erze, I will want. That is a place that is increasing the holy passion and desire to connect yourself to Israel. What is Israel? Israel is a word that comes from two different words. Yeshar El. Straight way to connect yourself to God. Straight to God. I will want Eretz, Erze. I will want to straight myself to God. The land of Israel is bringing you back to that place of passion and holy desire to attach yourself to the Creator. And how is that attachment taking place? By your will to be straight, to be honest, to be truthful, to be one with God. With your desire, with your passion, you attach yourself to Hashem. You attach yourself to the divine will of the Creator, nullifying yourself to Him, connecting and bonding yourself to Him in a never-ending attachment, eternal and strong and powerful connection that will bring out sweet fruits to the world. Eretz Israel, I will want to connect myself to that One, to that God of Israel, to that true light, to the creation of the world. Many of us are still dreaming of the Holy Land, hoping one day to see it, to walk on it, to kiss the ground, to see the views, to smell the air, to, to breathe and to relax, to learn Torah in the holy places. Listen to me. There is no doubt in the world that it is the greatest hope and desire of the Creator to see all His children sitting around that long table and dining with Him in that great feast, great meal of Redemption Day. There will be no higher and happier moment in time than that moment. And we all going to sit there together and going to hold hands and going to learn and going to listen to words of wisdom that will be said by Mashiach the true Messiah that will speak to us from Yerushalayim. We will hear His words and He will crown Hashem in front of our eyes and He will reveal to each and every one of us the greatness of our soul and the great potential of our spirits. And we will all experience that with grace and harmony, with hearts full of joy and happiness. And like we said a couple of days ago, the resurrection of the dead, maybe yesterday, yesterday I spoke about it, the resurrection of the dead, the awakeness of all the souls in all the different bodies and the ability of every soul that ever walked on earth to experience the world from a higher angle, from a godly perspective, to see all the places in one vision, in one eyesight, and to see all the places above the limitation of time. We will see all the surface in all the times in Redemption Day. We will see it all. We will see what Hashem sees. We will see the beginning, the middle and the end, the up and the down, the deep and the external. We will see it all and gonna understand the purpose of every detail in detail. 
and the righteous ones, they will not finish with seeing our world. They will inherit 310 worlds each. This is one world. What did you see here? With all the waves of all the seas, with all the branches of all the trees, all the flowers, all the butterflies, all the clouds above all the lands, above the, all the oceans, the rivers that are streaming and flowing between all the countries and, and water all the houses of all the villages, in all the towns, in all the countries, in all the states, in all the lands. All that gigantic creation with all the birds and all the animals, all of them are one world. Only one. Our world. This world. But the worlds, there are plenty. And every righteous man, every righteous person who will hold himself strong to be attached to the Creator will inherit 310 of these to enjoy, to roll, to bless, to influence with grace and good goodwill and passion to support. The Creator will make us something else. We will not be people anymore. We will rise and shine to an elevated place, to a holy place that our mind will not be trapped in physicality. We will look at things through the eyes of Hashem and we're going to see things in a godly way, in a complete way, with no dividings, with no contradictions, with no darkness, with no sadness, with no pain. Only holiness and purity will hover upon us all and will fill and recover and build us all from within. May that day take place in our days, in our life. Don't back off. Call Hashem. Tell Him, we need your help. Bring the redemption in our days. We want to be redeemed. We want to be saved. Help us. Reveal yourself to us. Show us your loving face, your beautiful eyes. Show us your love. Give us the love that you carry for us for generations. Redeem us, save us, and may the Creator answer our prayers and requests and heal all the sick and protect all the ones who need to be defended. And may Hashem bless us all as one, that all our prayers will be answered in no time and we will see the resurrection of the dead, see all our loved ones, all the ones that we miss so badly, they will all come back to us. And with open arms, we're going to greet them, going to hug them, going to accept them, going to allow them back in to the holy camp of those wonderful people who desires only good, that every one of us, every single one of us, is one of them, is one of those righteous, pure ones who are the the diamond in the crown of Hashem. We are those ones. We are those chosen ones that the Creator is revealing His love and His light to for us to go and share among our loved ones. And may that day come to heal us, to build us, and to protect all the ones who need protection. 
May our prayers be answered and accepted, like I said, like we said, in no time. And may the prayer that comes out of our heart will enter to the heart of the Creator, will be heard and accepted and answered by Him in our days. Amen. Can you hear that song? Amen. Hey